to episode 69 of the CMB podcast. I'm Nate Fancher, your host. It's great to be here live with those of you who are joining me over at the live stream powered by Blab.im. I'm with Matt Tinsley from London. Matt, thanks for being with me, man. Say hey to everybody. What's up, everybody? So good to see you and meet you and be here. Thanks for having me, Nate. Absolutely, Matt. Um, We are going to dive into an interview soon, but first, I just want to... Welcome everybody who's joining us live. We've got some Periscopers. We've got some folks over in the uh, live stream over at Blab. And then everyone who's listening to this after the fact. So these podcasts are edited and they are sent over to the RSS feed to to go into your podcast thing at iTunes, wherever you might be listening today. Maybe you're in your car. Maybe you're doing yard work. Maybe you're jogging at the gym. I don't know what you're up to. But um, we are now recording these podcasts in a very interactive way. Um, in a live stream over at blab.im. And um, if you have a Twitter account, it's really easy to sign up. Just head over to blab.im and you can sign up just with a couple of clicks. Um, If you have the browser Chrome, it is definitely a better experience. And um, if you have an iPhone, you can get the iOS app and you can also watch these uh, live broadcasts and interact with them live right from your phone. It's pretty cool. Um, Follow us on Twitter at Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter. I do a number of other things, um, including this podcast. Um, I'm at Nate Fancher. And today we've got Matt Tinsley from London, and he is at M. Tinsley Music. And um, so you can catch him over at Twitter as well. Um, If you're with us at Blab, please just uh, tell a little bird. On the left side of your screen, you'll see a little blue thing that says, tell a little bird. That's just going to send something out to Twitter for your Twitter followers. We'd love to have you do that for us um, as we do this live broadcast. So, awesome. Matt, I'm stoked to have you, buddy. It's great to be here. It's great to chat to you again. So, we're going to... Um, yeah, that's right. He was on the podcast before, episode 13. That was a while ago. Oh, man. Isn't that crazy? I think yeah. it was. I think it was a good um, maybe year and a half or two ago. I don't remember yeah, exactly yeah, when it... definitely close to two. Yeah. I don't remember exactly when it was, but um, yeah, it was, it's been a while. feels like a long time ago. So, I'd like to start these interviews with just a little fun stuff just to kind of break the ice a little bit and I'm looking for the questions right now I just had them up in Evernote so give me a moment okay um, I, I do remember the first question I don't Go have to I don't, I don't have to look but I remember it's so off the top of my head if you can remember the very worst thing you've ever eaten and you will never eat it again what would it be food oh man uh, food wise I actually yeah Sorry, did you see that question? I had it in the email for you. I didn't see that one. I thought <laughs> okay. it was something about time travel. <laughs> yes, that's next. Sorry. Um, food-wise, uh, I love to eat anything, really. So unless it's rotten food, um, uh, I guess I've... Yeah, I can't think of a single thing. <laughs> one, I, eat. I, I yeah. ate a... Um, 
what's that seafood that uh, I don't know? It just escapes me. It comes in the little shell, um, and you just sort of oysters. An oyster. Yeah. yeah, I just had one of those a few days ago, and I thought, oh no, I won't, I won't like this. Was, was that like, your first? Wow, this is, that's that your was first, first oyster experience. Oyster. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's the answer to your question. A food that you'll never want to taste again. What's up, Tommy? Tommy has just joined us over at the broadcast here. Um, we're with Matt Tinsley, and he is a great singer-songwriter out of London. Um, and we're going to be talking to him about his new EP that's coming out soon. And um, right now, we're just asking a few questions for us to get to know Matt a little bit better. And the next question. So the first question mm-hmm. was, food that you would never want to taste again? He said oyster. No, oysters? Yes. No, no, no. I said uh, I, I uh, enjoyed the oysters, so oh, I don't did. think there's anything I wouldn't eat. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Wow, I'm across okay. something that I wouldn't I like to eat. That that's sounds good. terrible. <laughs> no, that's actually really that makes you a happier person. Yeah, yeah. Loving okay. the food. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Question two: If you could go, um, if you could travel anywhere, if you could get into a time machine and go anywhere, anytime, where would you go? Wow, the old time machine question. Um, I would have to say I would go back to. I should have thought about this more. <laughs> <laughs> Putting you on the spot. I would go back to, uh, I'd love to go back to the beginning in the sense of, I, I'd love to see, um, like in London, it's such an amazing city and uh, there's so much history and stuff. And uh, I was just reading the other day about um, rivers that used to flow through the, the city of London that were just basically built upon and turned into sewers and stuff. And it's just crazy that there's still underneath it almost preserved and uh, I just I find it fascinating to go back and um and just see what like for example London what was London like 200 years ago or 300 years ago Mm. you know and um, there's also uh, there's little places you can go with the with the underground here where there's disused stations um and apparently I've not been able to go on one but they're still there but they're just disused and it's like stepping back in time and um you know you just sort of go back you know, I don't know, 50, 50, 100 years, whatever it is. I mean, I think the uh, underground system here is 200 years old. And, uh, you know, they're just these untouched spaces. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's probably what I'd do. I would go and explore old cities. Um, (laughs) For some reason, I'm thinking of the movie V for Vendetta. Did you ever see that film? I've heard of it, but I don't think I've seen that one. They're they're underground in, in, in London. I'm pretty sure it's London, yeah. Interesting stuff. Okay, third question, and then we'll get into um, music. And this one's sort of more serious, segueing into music. Someone you're listening to currently, who you are being very inspired by, that maybe not very many folks know about yet. They're they're a newer artist, can be a band, could be a singer-songwriter, whatever you would um, suggest us go check out. Sure. So uh, I've been listening to um, this guy, Glenn Hansard. Uh, You Uh, might have heard of him. Uh, yeah, so I've been, he's got a new album out, and um, I've been listening to uh, some of that stuff. I love his passion for just uh, writing a good song, um, and uh, sort of just real um, the the production. It's it's so well done, um, but it's so down to earth. Uh, it's just uh, you know about the song and about the music, and uh, I find that really. Uh, refreshing and um i also have been listening to uh i don't know if you i'm sure you guys would have heard about ryan adams covering taylor swift's <laughs> 1989 yeah, um, yeah and i found that really really interesting yeah his version of um style or whatever it's called it's pretty amazing yeah you got yeah, that yeah. Da, da. 
how he sings. It's yeah. Just, yeah. I don't, that wasn't very good uh, Brian Adams impression. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I, I thought I was listening to the, the track right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, um, Yes. And again, if you're just joining us over at the live stream over at blab.im, we're with Matt Tinsley, who is a singer-songwriter out of the UK. And his new EP, The Hardest Part, will be released very soon. He is um, a wonderful songwriter and singer. His um, first EP, The Water and the Stone, was released a couple of years ago. He was on episode 13 of this podcast. And he's back with us today to talk to us about his new EP, the hardest part, which is um, right now undergoing a Kickstarter campaign. It's almost funded. I was just checking on that earlier, Matt. It looks yeah. like you're very close. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we'll get into that in a little bit. But first, let's yeah. let's ask you about writing songs. Um, when did writing songs become something that you wanted to take seriously? You know, that moment where it was like, oh, I think I could do this, and I really want to be serious and want to write great songs. Tell us about that. Yeah. Well... I think um, I've always been um, uh, sort of obsessed with writing songs. I can remember from a young age uh, going to uh, piano lessons and my piano teacher telling me, you know, practice the music. And I would hardly ever practice the music that she gave me. And instead, I would just sit at the piano and, and try to make up songs. And I was just sort of mesmerized by this this idea that you could play music and it would make you feel a certain way and you could... Um, craft chords and notes to, to mean and to do certain things. Um, and then um, I, I sort of switched over to guitar and I remember um, just uh, just coming up with a little simple, I was still learning guitar, simple um, you know, chord progression on my, on my mom's old beat up nylon guitar. And I would just uh, be at home and um, just into the night, just playing those chords over and over and over again. And just wondering, you know, what, what could these, chords mean where could they go where could they take it so I think from um, a young age I've always much preferred to sit down with music and create something as much as I love playing and and um, uh, sort of reimagining other songs and stuff um, from a young age I've always uh, loved to make music and then um, it just sort of fell into into uh, bands um, yeah at my church we were in a youth band we all sort of learned instruments together and you know, once we were in a band, the question was like, okay, we're in a band now, what are we going to play? So uh, that was sort of the first time I think we really started thinking about songs and, you know, uh, song structure and arrangements and who's going to do what, where. Um, and uh, yeah, and when I was actually about 16 or so uh, in this youth band, we were playing, um, we, we got invited to play at this other church down the road from us. And in the uh, audience was a guy who uh, ran a studio and he said, oh, why don't you come down and um, I'll, I'll record you guys. Why don't you come and record something? And so um, I think that sort of forced me to write my first uh, real song that I wanted to record and uh, just just get out there. And, and so that's that's where it all started. And um, I've just sort of gone through phases of, of writing. But I think there's a definite, definite discipline to mm-hmm. uh, writing and finishing something you can sit and play and have ideas you know for hours and hours on end but if you don't actually finish any songs um it's it's a bit hard to uh, actually call yourself a songwriter so that's been my challenge is actually to to finish songs and to record them and um i love doing that but i, I find that the most challenging part is that is actually to finish a song and and then yeah transition that into what it sounds like definitely 
Yeah, I can relate to that. And that yeah. actually ties really well to the next question. What tools or routines have helped you as a songwriter um, develop your craft um, the most? Um, what are those things, if you, if you can think of those things that have kept you disciplined like you were just talking about, what would they be? Um, well, I actually don't think I'm a very disciplined uh, songwriter. I think I, I want to be more disciplined. If anyone can tell me how to be a more disciplined songwriter, please please let me know. I mean, I think it's basically, it's just getting on with it. It's it's basically um, not being, somebody once said to me, don't be precious about the songs, you know, just let them, let them be, you know, and, uh, you know, at some point you just have to say, I think this is done. Um, but the other thing I found really helpful is actually working with someone else um, and being able to bounce ideas off of uh, somebody else and, and actually invite somebody into that writing process and collaborate together and um, that's what we did on this new EP that I've done the hardest part uh, where I worked with my friend and, and producer from my last uh, EP Water and Stone we decided to collaborate together I had a few ideas for some songs he had a few ideas and uh, it was really interesting to come together and and to actually uh, flesh out uh, songs together and we would hit sort of brick walls and it would be like well I just don't know where where to go from here and, and go away and the discipline was actually to come back to those songs and to work with them mm. individually and then come back together and uh, um, you know see w- what we got up to and uh, yeah I think also just thinking about the songs all the time it really helps I remember just um, being stuck with one of the songs, put the guitar down, <laughs> went to the bathroom, and uh, suddenly just felt like actually a melody just popped into place. And, uh, you know, I think it'll really work and can come back and, and it just seemed to work and, and come together. So uh, those little moments <laughs> where, yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, in terms of tools, I think my biggest tool is the dictaphone on my phone and uh, my guitar or a piano. And uh, for me, that's just, you know, that's just the place and something to write down some lyrics. But, um, you know, I think you, if you can record your stuff, then so often you can, uh, uh, A, listen back and, um, you know, remember what you've done because you can come up with an amazing idea. And then um, I'm sure you've experienced, you know, you come up with this great idea, you think it's going to be awesome. And then you put down the guitar or whatever and come back 20 minutes later and you can't actually remember what it was. Um, so I, I'm definitely, my one discipline is yes, I do need to record this right now, yeah. uh, record it, take this. And, uh, yeah, yes, absolutely. <laughs> How many of us have experienced that? Oh my goodness. Absolutely. Everyone, I'm it's, sure. um, it is definitely a, um, a pastime that we all hate as songwriters for sure. <laughs> the moments when we are inspired and we have some distraction and we didn't capture it and then it's gone forever. Um, yeah. The Evernote songwriting method, shameless plug here, um, my book on songwriting, that's really helped me on, along those lines, um, just yeah. using Evernote, the whole app dictation, you got yeah. the idea, and then it's on your desktop, so you can work with your laptop, your computer, whatever, later on your moment of inspiration that you didn't forget to capture. So, yeah. um, yes. <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Aaron. Aaron. Um, so, let's talk about the new EP a little bit more. Um, Water in the Stone, what lessons did you learn after your first EP that you have applied to this one, um, if anything, in, in terms of just growing as an artist, growing as a songwriter? Yeah, um, well, two, I think two things stand out straight away. The first was with Water and Stone, um, I'd set out with, uh, you know, a small but 
established budget to try and do uh, something amazing and you know record with amazing gear and getting in uh, special uh, ribbon mics and and whatnot and uh, one of the mics are we hired from um, uh, a studio uh, place in London where people hire out mics and stuff and I got this ribbon mic this huge thing and I remember uh, the guy saying oh um, Tom Jones had just used that mic he was the last guy to hire it out for something he'd been working on or something like that I don't know if that was true or not but um, anyway and um, so we had a lot of fancier gear and uh, I you know we got a good result but I think this time with um, the hardest part we just sort of set out from scratch and so there wasn't any real budget or anything and it forced us to just work with them um, what we had and i think that actually resulted in for me i feel like uh getting getting a better sound um production wise uh you know on on some of the stuff um than we did on on water and stone simply because um we were familiar with the gear and and we knew how to make it work and we knew how to get the best out of it and you know not to say we used subpar gear or anything but it was more just um you know, using uh, Matt, again, my producer friend who, who helped on, on this and uh, collaborated. I mean, he we just used mostly his gear, you know, that he's got in his home studio. And I think everything just uh, seemed to come out a lot better. So I think my point is familiarity, you know, working with, with what you've got and um, knowing how to bring the best out of what you've got rather than suddenly reaching for all of these things, which you don't really know how to work or use um yeah. yeah you had a lot of amazing musicians play with you it seemed like you had yeah i mean when i go back and look at some of the some of the instagram pictures that you had you know as you were just chronicling your journey in the studio yeah. um some of the different things that you and matt were working on together um i'm like really inspired and i'm thinking man that's this is looking like a really serious thing and uh, i mean mm-hmm. just the the value that you guys put on everything that you did was was very much um, I don't, it was apparent. And so I, you know, and, and having heard it myself, it's not released to the public yet, but having had the privilege to hear it myself, I've just, I can, I can see, I mean, I can hear what I saw <laughs> if, if that makes any sense. Um, yeah. So man, would yeah. you like to play a song for us? Are you prepared to do that for us? Yeah, I could play, I could play a song. Um, I mean, I just say about getting, that was my second point was actually, yeah. um, which I forgot to say, it was actually just getting, amazing musicians i was so uh thankful to just have just incredible musicians play on on um on on the recording um there's a guy ed carlisle who's just this incredible drummer and um he you know was really gracious and said he would play on it and um you know just just his approach to the songs and actually you know from his experience as a drummer and and allowing him to collaborate into that process you know sort of shifted and and changed the the direction of the songs but definitely for the better um and uh equally with like with the strings um yeah they're quite rich and and lush and maybe i i sort of if if i was doing them i would have sort of kept it quite subtle and um you know more stripped back but actually the beauty of it has been um different people chipping in has made it so much more colorful and different than just what I could do and, uh, you know, what Matt could do. Um, and, and that's, I think that's evident even just in, in the two of us working together as, as opposed to trying to do it all on your own. So, uh, yeah, that was my second point, but yeah, yeah I can yeah. Uh, play a song now. Wonderful. <laughs> uh, 
I've got my guitar here. And you've got a fun, you've got, Lita, hold on, I almost stuttered like crazy. You've got five songs in the CP, um, Hardest Part, Now That She's Gone, Your Eyes, and Rescue. Did I say yeah, those all correctly? Songs. Four yeah. songs. Oh, four songs, yep. I'm, I'm good at the math, man. Um, <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> now, yeah, which one are you, are you going to do for us? Sorry. I'm, I'm going to do... Um, I think you suggested now that she's gone, and I think that's that's one that just translates really well into just a sort of acoustic vibe. Cool. Um, yeah. So, uh, can you uh, can you hear this? Okay. Yeah. Are you set up with a condenser mic and some different things going on there? Yeah, I've got. Um, I'm trying to show you. I've got my condenser mic here. Wonderful. Yeah. Seeing that. Yep. I've yep. got my cat here. Hello, kitty. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Is back to me, and uh, I've got a little um, interface here, propeller head. Uh, do you know Reason? Prep, Reason. Absolutely, my friend. Yeah, Love I've it. got their pro- propeller head balance, which is uh, just a two in, two out, little lovely little thing. And uh, what I use uh, for, um, you know, once I've got an idea or whatever, you know, to lay it down on on a door or um, you know, do a bit more with it. I use I use this. Nothing fancy, but it definitely gets the job done yeah awesome well this will be great okay so here we go this is uh, now that she's gone <clears throat> last night i dreamt of her once more i saw her there she was standing in my room The cold upon her breath, the weight upon my chest, it was hard for me to move, to speak out. Why does she haunt me? Over and over, why won't she leave me alone? So sweet are the memories Over and over Why won't she leave me now That she's gone So much for confidence In all the promises And the healing power of time I'm trying my best for her to move on like she told me to. Is it love or is it shame to let go? Why does she haunt me? Over and over, why won't she leave me alone? So sweet are the memories Over and over, why won't she leave me now that she's gone? Oh, 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 oh Oh, 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 oh,
的喜欢。Over and over, why won't she leave me alone? So sweet are the memories. Over and over, why won't she leave me now that she's gone? Why won't she leave me now? Why won't she leave me now? Why won't she leave me now? Let me go. Why won't she leave me now? Why won't she leave me now? Why won't she leave me now? Let me go. Now that you're gone. Awesome, man, dude. There you go. I mean, how many? Hope that sounded okay. <laughs> how many people? Yeah, it did, man. How many people does that song resonate with? Why won't she leave me now that she's gone? I mean, that that <laughs> lyric is golden, my friend. That's good. Thanks, man. I'm happily married. <laughs> Right. Okay. So that, that's a question for you. As a songwriter, I think beginning songwriters especially struggle with this. They only write out of their own experiences. Yeah. And a a very very talent, very gifted, mature songwriter who understands how to get into the feet the feet how to get into the shoes <laughs> of other people um, and write about an experience that they haven't personally experienced is um, incredibly. Hard to do, but also very powerful. So can you speak to that a little bit on that song? Yeah. So I think with this song, um, it was sort of twofold because um, I can't say that there was uh, one particular person who who had that experience of, um, you know, I think the lyrics suggest, you know, a, a, a partner or a girlfriend or somebody that's passed away and, you um, you know, he's he's trying to let go, he's trying to move on, but he doesn't quite know how to. And, um, you know, asking that question, why won't you leave me now that you're gone? And, um, and uh, but I think as our quest for uh, writing this amazing song, it sort of came out of, uh, in fact, I think Matt had this first idea of, you know, a sense of being haunted and, you know, something coming back to you. And I think, I, just, I was thinking, you know, actually that's something we can all relate to. We all sort of, have our, um, uh, you know, for lack of a better word, sort of ghosts or or things that trouble us, you know, things that we want to overcome. And, um, you know, you, you think you've overcome something or you've moved on for something, but it's like, you know, this is gone, but why is it still here? You know, this is, this is uh, uh, you know, has left me or my life, but yet I'm still wrestling with it. And so it was just that question, which I thought was so interesting. Mm. And so, you know, how, how better, you know, I, I think, you know, it just made sense to, um, you know, to tell it as a story, you know, about somebody who was haunted by, uh, you know, the, the memory of, um, you know, a loved one who'd, who'd moved on and, you know, just couldn't, couldn't let go. Mm. And uh, that was, that was where it sort of birthed from. And uh, just sort of, again, I've, sometimes you have a song and it just sort of, it just takes you, you know, it's more, you just sort of discover it and, 
actually it just reveals itself um, more than I was intentionally, um, you know, trying to tell a specific story. So it was very, uh, mm. very enjoyable experience, you know, frustrating at times, but uh, writing that song. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know their name, Mission Impersonal over here in the chat. I'm going I'm to click on them and see if their name's there. Um, would love to know your name, bro. Um, but anyway, Johnny, he says, okay, cool. Johnny says, it's still here. That's why I like how you repeat over and over. It's like them saying, how long can this last? Yeah. So that's, that's exactly right. Yeah. Um, you really did. Yeah. I think you really did hit that vein very well. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, um, if you're just now joining us over at the live stream at blab.im, we are hanging out with singer songwriter, Matt Tinsley from London. Um, he was on episode 13 of the CMB podcast couple of years ago and this is episode 69 so it's good to have him back on the podcast he's about to release the hardest part his four song ep coming out very soon why don't you tell us about that in fact i actually have a link i'm going to paste it in the chat this is a link to his kickstarter campaign which is almost um fulfilled and um if you guys listening to this um can be there before what is it how many days are left 11 days uh yeah there's still still time still some time, still time yeah still time to get involved yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, yeah. So basically, um, like I was saying earlier, this this project sort of started from scratch. There was no budget or anything um, like that, and it just it escalated a little. I think what we thought would just be a few uh, simple demos in the bedroom turned out just you know we sort of went all landed up going all hands on deck, uh, pulling out every stop we could, calling in every favor, and um, we were able to record and and. Uh, the whole production process and uh, finally got to the end of of that stage and and thought man we really need to do justice to to these songs in terms of the mixing and the mastering and then getting them out there um and uh, so uh, it was something where um that's that can almost be one of the most costly parts of the recording process and um yeah. so uh you know i decided well let's let's go for a kickstarter and uh, just just go for it you know put a few rewards out there and and the goal is to raise the money for the mixing and the mastering which is uh 1350 pounds and um yeah i've got some exciting rewards in there some uh are london specific unfortunately for you your friends over there in the states but um there's definitely a uh, limited edition hard copy that i can send to you and uh, download codes uh and uh, people who um into the Kickstarter, who pledges the Kickstarter, you'll be getting a copy before the general uh, sort of public release, so to speak. So uh, you'll you'll definitely be getting your hands on it before everyone else in that sense. Awesome. So uh, please do come and join in, and and uh, yeah, I I'd be very grateful if you did. Wonderful, and um, and folks, okay, so where okay at your website you have it's matttinsleymusic.com. Yeah. But you have a band camp as well. That's where the EP is going to be, or will it be released in iTunes? Or Yeah, eventually it will be on Bandcamp and iTunes. Um, and, I, you know, the ongoing question about Spotify and uh, Apple Music and all of that, you know, do yeah. you do the streaming thing or not? Um, I have done previously. I was, I'm, you know, trying to weigh up whether I'll, I'll go that way. It usually I, I think with what I did with Water and Stone is I waited six months or so, and then I, I put it on uh, the streaming the streaming services yeah yeah that whole what, what do they call that your the window release date or something like that you have yeah. a, you have a period of time where it's in the retail stores but then you after a while put it in spotify i we could get into a whole conversation about yeah all of that stuff um which would be very interesting maybe for another time but um 
Yeah, uh, if you're just joining us again, we are hanging out with singer-songwriter Matt Tinsley. He's just performed a song for us. And um, and in the chat, I think Shelton, is that who is just saying, I'm still writing a lot of lyrics. Shelton's a songwriter. If you're a songwriter over wow. in the chat, we'd love to know. You can just say, hey, yeah. I'm a songwriter. And if you have any specific questions for Matt as a songwriter yourself in the chat, you can uh, shoot it over. And um, if you're listening to this in the future and you've missed the live broadcast, there will be a replay of the video so you can see us interacting. Um, but you can also listen to this um, edited down into our um, podcast, which will be released next week at the time of this live broadcast, um, which will be, I, I guess you'd still have four or so days left until the Kickstarter campaign yeah. ends, so you can still be a part of that. So, um, wonderful. Matt, it's been awesome to have you, and I, I love the production on, on this EP. I noticed that you were in a pretty sweet studio. What, where, where, where were you? It looked uh, familiar well, to me. Yeah, there were uh, a couple different places. So, um, like I said, we did a couple of the uh, uh, stuff, uh, like the vocals and the acoustic guitars and stuff at Matt Weeks' home studio. Uh, we were in a studio in London called Smokehouse Studios where we recorded drums for uh, one of the songs. Uh, we were in another studio where uh, Ed Carlisle, uh, who played drums on three of the other tracks, uh, we were in a studio in Acton, which is a part of London, but that studio is actually closed down now. Uh, huh. And uh, yeah, so it's sort of basically all over wherever we could uh, you know, get the space and the time and the musicians uh, to, to work on it. So that's the beauty of uh, just modern technology and bringing in your gear and you know, bringing a hard drive or whatever and, and just going for it and then, and then moving on. Yeah, yeah, man. But you, you did an outstanding job with this EP. Can't wait to um, see how people respond to it. I know they're going to love it. Um, for the show notes in this episode, for those of you listening to the podcast in the future, head over to natefancher.com and just search for Matt in the search bar up there, and his show notes will pop right up with links to the EP, with links to the Kickstarter campaign, links to um, his website, his music, and um, and also you can see the replay of the video here the live stream matt it's been awesome having you with us today um i'm so excited for you and all, all the best to you man with with all that you're doing thank you so much for having me it's it's such a pleasure to chat to you and uh i love it thank you for having me great great time yeah man talk to you soon she's gone